0: I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington, Washington to Woodstock. whatever and wherever there is
1: severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking
0: news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center. will break in. Depend on it. Now, Jamie Dupree with the latest breaking news from our nation's capital. All right, he's the most connected man in Washington, D.C. Jamie Dupree is Hello, with us. Hello, Sean. Well, we still have a lot of follow-up from the two issues we talked about. Yesterday, and one being the uh, case of these radical, quote, ISIS sympathizers. you heard the story that
1: ISIS is actually claiming credit for what happened in Garland, Texas. Yeah, the, the White House was uh, at the briefing today. Reporters asked repeatedly about that, and all the White House would say is that the FBI and other intelligence agencies are investigating, and really, as of now, no concrete link has been found yet between the islamic state and the shooters other than maybe the issue of the you know so the aspirational following or the social media kind of thing but nothing has been indicated yet that there's any that there was any pre-planned kind of link between the two but obviously it's what uh us intelligence is looking for i thought it was interesting how josh ernest went uh when asked about this today at the briefing Again, repeated what he said on Air Force One, praise for the police officer who shot and killed these two people and also said very specifically, he labeled it an attempted terrorist attack. There was no effort to sort of, you know, water down words or anything like that. And he repeated it later when asked a direct question. I think it was uh, by one of the CNN reporters. So, in in that sense, we're not seeing it. Uh, you know, it, there's no bureaucratic mumbo jumbo being used about this or anything like that. Again, uh, did, they, did they say radical Islamists? No. Well, you know, that's you know the answer to that question. That's not uh, something that they would say. But uh, they they did use the word terrorist attack today to describe uh, what you, happened. Have you noticed in Garland, the Texas.
0: the majority of commentary on this has come down to is I support free speech, but this
1: Pam Geller really crossed the line here. And I'm like, well, well but the White House again was asked about that today, and while they certainly didn't endorse anything that she was saying, uh, they once more repeated uh, the defense of the First Amendment, saying that uh, terrorist or uh, terrorism acts or violence in retribution, even to offensive speech, is not the answer. So, well, they haven't really directly commented on her, so to speak, uh, but they certainly didn't uh, take her on or anything like that, and. And, uh, and urge people not to do it or anything like that.
0: You know, it's amazing to me that this is over a cartoon. I mean, this is what the most unbelievable thing to me, and it keeps happening over cartoons. And, uh, you know, the, the fact that some people are saying, well, you know what, we have the right to draw cartoons. And it's what, and remember, free speech is, is, it's not about speech we all agree on. Freedom of speech is really about the stuff that we don't like to hear. That's when it becomes important. That's when it becomes relevant. And that's when it matters. And uh, we in this country, we give lip service, I think, a lot to free speech. But then when we hear things we don't like, a lot of people begin to get very uneasy very quickly. And there's been a lot of blame for, well, you shouldn't have done this. You're provoking this. I don't buy that argument. Because no cartoon should cause somebody to react in the way that they reacted. And this is the problem with radical Islamists. I think we're we're literally tiptoeing around radical Islam. This is the president, too, because he won't say it either. And he can't even say Fort Hood was a terrorist act. And it's uh, this is going to be a very big problem, I think, for the world if we can't come to grips with calling people who they are. So that's well, my certainly,
1: certainly the First Amendment is uh, somewhat foreign for much of the rest of the world, right? Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. Hey, I don't know if you saw this Boston Globe
0: piece reporting the question that Democrats can no longer ignore, who will replace Hillary
1: if and when the need <laughs> arises? it might be a little premature but i'm sure there's some people who are talking about it i I do think it's interesting that her campaign has decided to create this new spot on their website they're calling it the briefing at hillaryclinton.com to push back against these stories whether it's the clinton cash book or other stories in major newspapers about the donations to the clinton foundation now it's not like they're running or anything and she's certainly not addressing it directly and has not and i don't expect her to but there's obviously a lot of effort being exercised oh, and a used ton. by the Clinton people about this. And again, it just seems like that this story has legs right now. And, there's, you know, we'll see what some of the major news organizations are going to do with it more and worse as, as we move forward. But it's obvious to me that they've had to expend a lot of energy to decide to create something like this and to push back even more against uh, critics, whether being Republicans or whether news stories and more. Now, getting to the next step of will there be, you know, will it bring her down Again, I'm going to go back to what, I, what I've said from the beginning about covering the Clintons, and that is there have always been these scandals in many affairs all through the years, and yet they always seem to emerge from it, sometimes in a stronger position. So we'll just have to wait and see. The Democratic uh, National Committee, I thought was interesting today, they uh, came out and announced that they are planning six debates for Hillary Clinton and any of her opponents, whether it's Bernie Sanders, Jim Webb, martin o'malley and fill in the blank if others want to get in major party candidates on the democratic side so those would start sometime in the fall they haven't announced any any dates or locations but four of them would be one each in iowa new hampshire south carolina and nevada nevada which are the four early states and then two elsewhere and so who's the democrats,
0: hold, the, the democrats announcing their plan to hold six
1: debates for hillary and whatever challenger comes up i mean that's a joke uh, well, I would assume she, she put out a personal tweet that said she looked forward to it, but I sort of wonder would she really want to put herself through six debates, you know, especially if she's way up in the polls and seem to be the Democratic Party front runner. So we'll wait and see what happens on that. I'm not so sure she makes it to the
0: end. I'm really not. I mean, you know, for the for the Boston Herald to write that piece and. You know, she now came out. I have a tape of her. She's now supporting uh, amnesty for illegals, but this is what she said to John Gambling not that long ago. We've
1: got to do several things, and I am, you know, adamantly against illegal immigrants. I made this exception basically on humanitarian grounds because of the individual stories, but certainly we've got to do more at our borders, and people have to stop employing illegal immigrants. Come up to Westchester, go to Suffolk and Nassau counties, stand in the street corners in Brooklyn or the Bronx. You're going to see loads of people waiting to get picked up to go do yard work and construction work and domestic work. You know, this is not a problem that the people who are coming into the country are solely responsible for. They wouldn't be coming if we didn't put them to work.
0: Very different position today.
1: Yeah, well, I think the, the Democratic Party has changed on a number of things, and when it comes to illegal immigration, it doesn't surprise me one bit that uh, she would go out to Las Vegas, hold a, uh, a small event that she's going to do out there, and push hard for the legalization and citizenship for those people who are already in the U.S. illegally. I think that Democrats view this as a—they as a, they see it as an issue that helps them. I think the mm-hmm. Republicans see uh, look at the same thing and see it as something that helps them as well for totally different reasons. But I, I wouldn't look for Hillary Clinton to back off what uh, Democratic leaders and, and the president would like to do, and that is to find a pathway to citizenship for most of the people who are here illegally at this point in time.
0: You know, and then they got into trouble yesterday. I mean, Bill, they're worth, what, $100 million-plus dollars I got to get out there and give these speeches because I got to pay the bills. And I'm thinking, no, you got to get out there and and do your gripping greets because you love being out there gripping and greeting and meeting all these pretty ladies. Anyway, here's what he said.
1: Over the years, he's made a lot of money giving speeches. While his wife
0: was secretary of state, he gave 11 of them, which paid him $500,000 or
2: more. I give 10% of my revenue off the top every year to the foundation. And Hillary, in the years she was there, gave 17. Over the last 15 years, I've taken almost no capital gains. Well, and I've given 10% president? to pay my bills, and because in the
0: Oh, wow. Regular working why? Americans look and say uh, $500,000 anyway, for why
2: a speech. Do well, why shouldn't every, it's the most, it's the most independence I can get. It's, it's, I, 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 don't, if, if I had a business relationship with somebody, they would have a target on their back from the day they did business with me till the end. Any kind of disclosure is a target. And, and, but it looks bad. There's no facts, of course, but it looks bad. The, People, I work hard on this. I spend a couple hours a day just doing the research. People like to hear me speak. And I have turned down a lot of them. If I think there's something wrong with it, I don't take it. And I do disclose who gave it to me so people can make up their own mind. So money. she's now running for president. Will you continue to give speeches? Oh, yeah. I, I got to pay our bills. I got to pay our bills.
1: Yeah, yeah this thing, uh, uh, you know, I remember 2008, Bill Clinton obviously was a plus for Hillary Clinton in a number of states, but he also put his foot in his mouth in a couple of places yes, he as did. well that caused her some trouble. So. We'll see this time around. Still, regardless, even if there is a downside for the former president, he remains one of the more uh, most popular people out on the trail for Democratic voters. And so I would certainly expect Hillary Clinton to use that to her advantage. Uh, well, he even
0: said that the Clinton Foundation leaving it off the, the money off the tax returns was an innocent mistake. Like, oh, I wonder if I made a five, six year innocent mistake on my tax returns. Why do I doubt I'd get the same treatment? We'll make sure that uh, we drag you in for an audit. That's right. Let me ask you, so how often do you get audited, Jamie? Come on.
1: Uh, I have not. Well, see, I I got notified last year Uh by the IRS that they said that I owed them, what was it, $317,000. And that came as a bit of a shock. And I still haven't heard back from them after I explained to them why I did not owe them one dime. But it did raise a little Ooh, uh, question. you I hear a little passion in that one dime comment. That's very interesting. Well, I mean, that it wasn't like they said I owed them $317. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, one dime. I do not owe one dime. Well, what they said was is that I sold a house and bought it for $0. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Shocking. Uh, they didn't seem to have the record of my home purchase and then the later sale. So, yeah.
0: All right, so we talked about this yesterday. We have Ben Carson
1: at the bottom of the hour. We had Carly Fiorina yesterday. Huckabee got in today. Yeah, you know, Huckabee's interesting because I went back, Sean, and, and, I mean, I remember being out there with him in 2008, and I went back and sort of reread over that campaign. And what struck me so much about, you know, he won six states. He won Iowa. He won Georgia. He won four other states. And you look at it, and immediately it hits you in the face why he was doing so well back then. I mean, the main two people above him were Mitt Romney and John McCain. Neither of them really what you would call conservative, red, you know, state kind of a big right, you know, on the right side of the Republican Party. And so there was a natural opening for him there, not only with more conservative voters, but also with the uh, religious evangelicals. This time, though, in 2016... The difference for Mike Huckabee is that you have Ted Cruz, you have Scott Walker, you even have Rick Santorum still around from last time, and others who've made inroads into those voters. And I I, I was amazed today. The Club for Growth has already put out an ad against Huckabee. They're they're spending $100,000 to run an attack ad against him in both Iowa and South Carolina arguing that he raises taxes and did so when he was governor of Arkansas. So the gloves are already off on the Republican side. I'm you know, just not so sure in.
0: he's serious about it, except, you know, why do I get the impression that he's out there for name recognition stuff?
1: I don't know. You think he wants to take over your uh, your slot in the broadcast day or well, what? I think he already tried that and it didn't work out very well. <laughs> it didn't well. work out, did it? It was like everybody else who's tried well, you know, look, uh, he's, hes he obviously uh, decided to do that radio thing. Then it, it was clear to me he wanted to run again. Will he be as successful this next time around? I don't know. The second time around, I'm always a little... I'm never so sure that it's the But really I thought the best there was route. an
0: alliance that emerged between McCain and Huckabee for him to stay in to hurt Romney back in 08.
1: Well, I don't know if there was an alliance, but at one point in West Virginia, I think the McCain people threw their support to Huckabee, if right. I remember correctly, in the caucuses, in order to deny Romney a victory. Uh, you know, look— uh, again, I I just wonder if the 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 new faces that are on the scene have a little more sort of uh, giddy up in their step than maybe somebody from the past. Yeah. All right. What else is happening? Uh, when when are they uh, going to go ahead? If you go to my blog jamiedupree dot com, this one will cause you to smack your head on the dashboard. The IRS Inspector General saying today that the IRS paid out five point six billion dollars in education tax credits wrongly in twenty twelve claimed by people who couldn't back up that they really had a kid going to college or by people who didn't really qualify for that tax break. All right,
0: jamiedupree.com, and that's where your blog is. And uh, thank you, sir, for being with us. See you tomorrow, Sean. alright hundred nine four one. 800-941-SEAN. Ben Carson is running for president. He'll join us. And we'll check in with Rick Unger and David Webb in the program. And uh, we have an awesome Hannity tonight, including Peter Schweitzer, who wrote the book Clinton Cash. Uh, where's the outrage, the double standard? you got a heroin dealer. Got more attention from the mainstream media than a 25-year-old cop gunned down by a career criminal. I'm not saying that Freddie Gray's death is not important, but why don't we ever pay attention to cops when they get killed? I mean, we have Sheriff David Clark tonight, DeRoy Murdoch tonight, and much, much more. We have the latest on this Texas jihad uh, as well, including Pam Geller is coming back tonight uh, to talk about the media reaction to all of this. Uh, We have the latest on the Clinton scandals with Peter Schweitzer. And Tara Kyle, Chris Kyle's widow, is on tonight. I'm sorry, Taya. What did I say, Taya? Taya. I'm sorry. Uh, So we'll get uh, all of that in 10 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. Hey, let me tell you, Mother's Day's coming, and you know what? You think back, all the great things your mom does for you, did for you your entire life. This is her one day a year. You get to tell her, hey, thank you for all that you've given me, all the sacrifices you've made for me. And that means sending her a beautiful rose bouquet from 1-800-Flowers.com. Now, they are the official florist for Mother's Day. No no other place will give you the freshest flowers like 1-800-Flowers.com. Now, right now, 1-800-Flowers.com is giving you, my listeners, a special offer for all the moms in your life. If you order 18 vibrant, multicolored roses, you'll get a free glass vase, and it's only $29.99. You want to make it even bigger? Ten bucks more will get you two dozen roses, a glass vase, and a box of chocolates, 40% off the regular price. The bottom line is, you have to hurry, Mother's Day Sunday. Just go to 1-800-Flowers.com, use your desktop, your mobile device, click on the radio microphone in the upper right-hand corner, and put in my last name, Hannity, 1-800-Flowers.com, my name, Hannity, or just call 1-800-Flowers, mention my name, and why are you doing this? Because it's Mother's Day, and for your mom, and the mother of your children, and your grandmother, and your mother-in-law, you're telling them that you love them, and that you care about them, and that you're a great guy, great person. Quick break. Right back. Ben Carson is next. Breaking news today and tomorrow. Don't miss one day. This is the Sean Hannity Show. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger.